Hello, and welcome to Girl Meets ADHD. My name is Maddie, and I am the girl with ADHD. When I was first diagnosed, I was confused, to say the least, with my diagnosis, because from what I knew about ADHD at the time was nothing to what I was experiencing. Why is that, you might ask? Well, we will find out in today's episode, so let's get into it. As a kid, something really nerve-wracking for me was seeing my report card in the mail. I know I'm not the only one. How many of your report cards said you are being disruptive to the class or simply cannot stay sitting in your chair? What about constantly fidgeting and won't listen? What about those who got on their report card talks too much or finds a hard time keeping their desk tidy? All of these have something very important in common, and that is ADHD. These are just a few symptoms to name, but when you think of ADHD, that's what comes to mind most frequently. The little boy who is running around with all the energy in the world and simply cannot stay still. But ADHD is more than that, and ADHD in adults, specifically women, is not talked about enough. See, I never had any of those written on my report card. In fact, I was the complete opposite. I was quiet and shy, never wanting to cause attention or get in trouble. But when I was 18, I was diagnosed with ADHD. And I am the complete opposite of what the typical stereotype of ADHD is. But that's the problem. With my personal experience, I wanted to dive deeper into how, after 21 years of living, I am just recently getting diagnosed with this. After my extensive research, I have found that ADHD diagnosis can vary depending on gender. So first, I will define what ADHD is and its presentations. Then I will talk about the symptoms and diagnosis. So what truly is ADHD? According to the National Institute of Mental Health, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder is marked by an ongoing pattern of inattention and or hyperactivity impulsivity that interferes with functioning or development. Whew, that's a long definition. However, something that sticks out to me is attention deficit, lacking attention. But those with ADHD don't have a lack of attention Instead, they have too much attention and less ability to control it. For example, hyperfixating on one singular task like reading a book. All of their attention and focus, energy, goes into that one task for hours. It consumes them. So to say that they lack attention can be very misleading. Now there are three presentations of ADHD. Predominantly hyperactive impulsive, predominantly inattentive, and combined inattentive and hyperactive impulsive. The first presentation, predominantly hyperactive impulsive, this is the um, stereotypical form of ADHD. The hyperactivity is the constant moving and the talking, always being on the go. They have trouble staying on task because they can't sit still for long. The impulsivity side of it um, have a struggle managing their emotions, meaning their anger could flare up, they don't think through their actions and tend to interrupt others. They struggle with waiting their turn. The other presentation is the predominantly inattentive. This presentation of ADHD is focused on internal behaviors. They show poor concentration skills, can be forgetful, and are easily distracted. All of their symptoms are on the inside rather than the outside. And the combined presentation of the two meets criteria for both inattention and hyperactive impulsive ADHD. Now that we have discussed what ADHD is and its presentations, let's get into the symptoms and the diagnosis in girls and women. Symptoms of ADHD in women and girls are often overlooked even though they are struggling. 
Symptoms that affect women with the inattentive presentation include being easily distracted and forgetful in daily activities. For example, forgetting what was on the grocery list. Now, a woman with the hyperactive impulsivity may look like she's daydreaming or dozing off. But inside her brain, it feels like her thoughts are going 100 miles per hour and won't slow down. She's having thought after thought after thought. Here's an example. I could start off with a thought of, oh, the weather is really nice outside. And then that makes me think of, oh, I can't wait till it's summer. And I can't wait till I buy the pool. Then speaking of summer, I love watching my brother play baseball. And then after that, I wonder, oh, I wonder how he did on his exam. This is just a little train of thoughts. Sometimes, and many times, it goes on and on. See, females experience the same general symptoms of ADHD as males, but the way the symptoms are expressed in their behaviors can appear different. Men and boys express their behaviors externally, like being hyperactive, running and hitting, and women and girls experience theirs internally, like the example previously mentioned with the thoughts going through her head 100 miles per hour or being so overwhelmed with what to do in your head, you can't even organize your thoughts and think, okay, I'm going to do this task first, then this, and then this, and so on and so forth. Now, this is the reason I could not believe I had ADHD, because I had no clue that there are internal symptoms of it, that ADHD is not just having all the energy in the world and talking for hours and hours. So why is it hard to get a diagnosis of ADHD for women and girls? Well, because the standards and basis of ADHD are based around boys. It was assumed by some medical professionals in the past that ADHD was a condition mainly found in boys, and they did not evaluate girls without the hyperactive impulsive presentation for the disorder. The website Children and Adults with Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder wrote an article titled Symptoms of ADHD in Women and Girls. In that, they said that research and lived experience show that women most often have the inattentive presentation of ADHD. The inattentive presentation doesn't look like the typical ADHD. As previously mentioned before, boys experience their symptoms externally and girls experience theirs internally. The difference in expression is huge and has historically been one of the reasons girls and women are underdiagnosed because assessments are focused on external behaviors rather than internal. Women who do get diagnosed often go to the doctor to get just a mental health evaluation because they are struggling with everyday tasks. What they may be thinking is caused by anxiety or depression. But as doctors start to dig to the root of the cause, they find that it is ADHD. J.R. Thorpe published an article talking about the differences of ADHD in males and females. In his article, he states, women who weren't diagnosed as children have an average diagnosis of 36. Now, knowing that, that explains how a mental health evaluation can lead to the diagnosis of ADHD. All right, so that kind of wraps up today's episode. Um, ADHD is so much more than the little boy who can't sit still. And I hope that one day, you know, that stereotype is destroyed because there are so many undiagnosed women out there. And I hope that one day that they will be able to get the treatment and the help that they need. So thank you for listening to today's episode and I will see you in the next.